Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today I want to talk with you about this idea of letting go with love. Look, some relationships, even if it was so life-saving, so nourishing to the soul, just doesn't work. You've shifted, they've shifted, perhaps things have changed, and it's time to put something so close. Well, if you need to let something go or let someone go in your business or your personal life, listen to today's episode. We're going to be talking about how to let go with love and walk away feeling fulfilled, even if the other person doesn't quite understand or can't relate, but at least you are very clear about your needs. We're going to get into that and so much more coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. I'm so glad that you are here with me today. The Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not just designed for introverts or for entrepreneurs. It's designed for people who want to improve in their communication skills, how they perceive the world, and more importantly, how they relate to other people. And I'm so grateful that you're here and you're experiencing this journey of exploration and learning with me. If this is your very first time listening, welcome. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety-split. And those of you guys who have been listening, I'm grateful, so grateful if you share this podcast. That way we can amplify this message. Grateful for you writing a review, letting other people know that this is a podcast worth listening to. And I also would love to hear your lovely voice. Check out anchor.fm slash Denise T. Lee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. Make sure you let me know in the beginning or the end of the voicemail message whether or not I have permission to air your voice. I want to make sure that I respect your privacy. Also, check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect. There you'll be able to sign up to my free weekly mailing list. I drop them every Monday morning. I give you tips and resources and some little bit of funniness to it. I just can't make it completely stale, you know, so check that out. Also, check out Energy. That's my free support group for entrepreneurs. It is via Marco Polo Sharecast. It's a very personal place for me where I can share intimately. You'll hear my voice or see my face. And I'm just going to be talking off the cuff, no filter about things that are really passionate to me that's on my mind. So check that out, energy. All that can be found on that place. Info.denisegelee.com slash connect. Also my website, my about story, why my life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. Glad you asked. You can check that out there as well. Okay. What I'm going to be talking about can really be found more in a one-on-one session. So if you're interested in working with me and going a little bit deeper into this idea of how we're communicating with others and more importantly, how we're communicating with ourselves is something that I can't really do a one-size-fits-all because everybody has their own unique circumstances and issues. So I just want to say that this podcast is going to help you, but if you want to go into more details, it's worth contacting me and then we can see whether or not I'm a good fit for what you're trying to work through. Okay. And this podcast was kind of inspired as I was reading this article about Giselle Bunchkin and Tom Brady's and evidently Giselle was talking about the reasons behind her divorce from her, her husband. And she was addressing the rumors about whether or not Tom was insisting that he was going to continue playing football no matter what. And she said, that is so hardly the the case. I really supported him and, and his 
endeavors. And the, the fact of the matter is we weren't working out. We weren't going in the same path. We, When we got married, we were very young. We had different goals and different ambitions than we have today. And instead of trying to force the situation, we just decided to go our separate ways. And you know, that kind of reminded me, remember back in 2014 when, this is so much more pop culture stuff, but it's worth mentioning because there's, there's a point to this, just bear with me, okay? Where Gwyneth Paltrow and her co-play uh, singer, Chris Martin, they divorced and this started that conversation of conscious uncoupling. And before she gave her announcement, she had doctors, Dr. Habib Sadiqi, and his wife, Dr. Sherry Sami, explained conscious company, accompanying at length. And this is what it was, quote, a conscious accompanying is the ability to understand that every irritation argument within a marriage was a signal to look inside ourselves and identify a negative internal object that needed healing. From this perspective, there are no bad guys, just two people. And saying that it's a blame it's a blame-free situation. It's about people as individuals, not just the relationship. And when I thought about that, I was thinking about not just the romantic area, but the professional level. Have you ever had experience with someone that you hired and they were the answer to all your prayers? They seemed so on top of it, but then your business started to grow and certain things started to shift and what you thought you absolutely needed wasn't really as necessary as you looked at the bottom line or perhaps the person that you hired was so great but they were going through certain things in their life and they needed to make some changes and as a result the job the position that they were doing just didn't make sense for their own professional goals so there are situations in the personal as well as a professional level where it's just time to I hate to say this but consciously uncouple. And what I find often is that people, instead of understanding themselves and their feelings, they resort to blaming and shaming or causing arguments to set up the other person to want to fight back. And all these games, when the reality is one person or perhaps both people weren't feeling it, but no one was willing to honestly talk about that. And so this is what we're going to talk about, letting go without the drama. Before we talk about exactly how to do that, I want to tell you that each and every relationship, personal as professional, has seasons. And when I talk with clients one-on-one, they're either in one of these four seasons, and this is a great time if you have a pen and a paper, to just think about what particular person in your personal and your professional life that needs changing. And more importantly, as I'm describing these individual seasons, where are you with this person? Okay. Because oftentimes the the disconnect is within ourselves. The disconnect was is within how we're relating to the person because we don't feel the exact same way that we once did. Okay. And regardless of the type of relationship, personal or professional, each type of relationship we have experiences this, okay? And weak relationships are where one or both parties are unable to negotiate successfully about their needs, okay? So let's talk about the first season. It's the summertime. Summertime is fun time. 
This is where things are heating up between the two of you. There are little to no faults that could be found during this time frame. Just think of, think of this as a giant love affair. You want to spend lots of time with one another. And this is a season of perfection where both of you guys are learning something new about each other and testing out new skills that you may have learned from prior relationships or other situations. Every time you meet someone new, there's no baggage. There's no type of thing that you want to hold them accountable for or keeping score because it doesn't exist. Or perhaps you have renegotiated how you're communicating and you're starting from a brand new slate where there's new rules and there's new understanding about one another. You're rediscovering each other. And that is summertime. And so if you're in that summertime, enjoy it, my friend. Soak it up. They're having fun. You're having fun. And just experience the thrillness of the newness of it. Okay. This usually lasts about up to mm, 90 days. Okay. Or three months. Okay. And then we move into the fall. And the weather's dropping a little bit. And it's a little cooler. And the thrill is kind of gone. And in the prior season, the summertime, you and the other person worked hard to hide your character defects. But now both of you guys are starting to show the real side of you. And this is the time where the two of you will be able to showcase your insecurities and vulnerabilities. Oftentimes, I see this with clients and their personal dealings or their professional dealings, where in the immense desire to hide defects and shortcomings or things they're afraid of, they want to sweep it over the rug and there's a little bit of tension because the other person can sense that you're withholding, but they can't quite put their finger on it. That's the fall part. And what I suggest is if you're in that season of fall right now, that if you're sensing that there's something that's uncomfortable with one of you guys or even with yourself, it is very good to say, hey, you know what? I'm not feeling this situation because X, Y, and Z, or I am uncomfortable because of X, Y, and Z. We're not going to sit here and say, you did this or you do that. You are owning how you're feeling and what happens when you're reacting to something that the other person did or didn't do. There's no such thing as this person made me feel sad. You feel sad as a result of this person's behavior doing X, Y, and Z. And I want you to reframe that in your mind because I hear this so often people saying, well, I don't feel that this other person will understand. Well, they don't understand if you don't tell them. But if we're not coming to the standpoint of I'm trying to accuse you or blame you or shame you, then the conversation can really deepen. And even if things fall apart, at least if you're in that fall season where things, the cracks are starting to show in the season, you can be able to mend it before you move into the winter season. And so let me talk about what the winter season is. This is the negotiation time. This is where the two of you will need to negotiate Time, your time, my time, our time, right? Together, apart. This is in the professional or personal setting. Space, your space, my space. How much space do we share together? You know, here's the thing. When I was working in the, for the federal government, we all had our own little cubicle spaces. And for good reason, because everyone needed their own workspaces where they could organize their files and their documents. And every once in a while, we went to shared meeting room spaces to do work. 
but there has to be a clear divide about where's the space that we work, where's the space that we need to be private. And the same thing goes if you're in a personal relationship. Are you having a space where you can kind of defuse or reflect or having that quiet space? That's critical. You need that space so you can be able to organize your thoughts, okay? As well as the time to organize your thoughts. Money, this is more on a personal end. Money, my money, your money, our money. I see so many conflicts happen with my clients when I discuss their personal life, their their personal romantic life, where there is no clear delineation about whose money can be spent and for what and how much. There's no discussion about how much money can you spend without approval. Like, for example... Let's say you want to buy a new computer, right? Do you have to have permission to spend up 5000 and beyond? I don't know. That's between you and your partner about how you want to spend money. And lastly, play. Same thing. Playing together, playing apart, playing with other people. And play doesn't mean sexual. It could also be non-sexual. There's lots of things that I love to do with my husband that are non-sexual play times walking, doing sports, that's non-sexual play, right? Are you being clear with the people in your life about the types of play that you want to engage in? Because people aren't going to mind read. They need to know. You need to communicate about that, okay? This This idea of this winter negotiation season will help you determine if the relationship is at least 51% valuable to you. Meaning that at the worst day, you see at least 51% good in this relationship so that you can be able to see whether or not you can grow and evolve, okay? And again, this conversation is really more of a one-on-one level. I'm just giving generalities, okay, about how to negotiate time, space, money, and play during this negotiation process, okay? And if you're able to survive that, (laughs) there is the springtime. Spring is a season of rebirth, refresh, and renewal. If you're able to emerge successfully from the negotiation process of the winter, you'll be able to form a meaningful relationship with another person. Marriages, partnerships, and business are in personal life, and all types of long-term commitments are solidified during this phase. So I want you to kind of pause and think about your situation right now. Okay, you got that person, you got the scenario lined up, right? Where did things fall apart in the winter, their negotiation, or in the summertime where you, as soon as the luster was gone, you were out of there? I don't know. That's something you have to ask yourself. I don't know about you, but one, one of the hallmark features in my own personal life prior to me and my husband, and heck, even some of my early jobs was that as soon as the thrill was gone, I was gone too. And some of us have to be honest with ourselves and ask ourselves, are we addicted to the newness of people in different new situations? And that's okay to admit that because for some of us, we have been scared of being vulnerable. We have been scared about sharing our feelings. We have been frightened at the idea of someone thinking of us as less than ideal or perfect. And where did that come from? Who expected you to be perfect or Where was it communicated that you had to hide your feelings above all? That's definitely something that's worth exploring, okay? And let's say things don't work out, okay? We have to understand that certain things end. And many of us 
have stayed in situations for far too long. The season that was new and bright turned to stale and bitter. And we engaged with unhealthy people and inappropriate situations. Or perhaps if we were to be honest thinking about it, we were the person that was inappropriate because we weren't clear about our boundaries. So we were expecting people to mind read our thoughts or to do things that were never even asked nor guaranteed to happen. Okay. And in these cases, the, the relationship ended up being damaging psychologically and perhaps even physically or financially. I don't know, Does it, depending on it was a business relationship or personal relationship, okay, or perhaps both. Maybe you guys were trying to do business and pleasure at the same time. It may take a season or more to heal from this damage. That's why I would invite you to work with me if this is definitely something where you can really identify and say, you know what, I've definitely have some baggage that I haven't quite healed from and I'm dragging this into not just with my clients, but in all other affairs of my life. And I understand that it, it, the emotions might even feel raw as I'm talking about this. I don't know what you're dealing with, dealing with right now, but I just encourage you to be patient with yourself throughout this process. Making the decision to leave someone who's harming you physically, emotionally, spiritually, verbally is hard. And this can really cause confusion amongst your friends or your family or whoever. And they may feel uncomfortable about your path towards healing, restoration, and discovering who you are. And this may feel like a betrayal or quote-unquote abandonment by ending friendships or terminating employment situations that may once have been a source of comfort. Misery loves company, and many people might have tried to drag you back into old and dysfunctional patterns. Understand that standing up for yourself and recognizing that both of you guys are not healthy. I remember thinking about this one Tyler Paley movie. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just going to so many pop culture references. There's a movie called I Can Do Bad All By Myself. And it was a, a situation about a woman who was just ending a very tumultuous, very abusive live-in relationship situation. And the whole point of I can do bad all by myself, meaning that I'm causing myself so much pain and so much trauma because I haven't dealt with my own issues. I don't need another person to join me on misery lane. I can do this all by myself. And so I want to let you know that so many of us, we abandon these relationships, but we're still stuck with all the hurt and the pain. And just like you fall and you scrape and you, you get injured, you don't just slap a bandaid on it. Well, I hope you don't because you don't want to get infected and having uh, having sepsis, infection in the blood or have any of those issues, right? You want to clean up the debris. You want to Put, apply antiseptic, right? You want to put antibiotics or whatever on it. And then, only then, you're going to be able to put a band-aid over it. But too many of us rush and put band-aids on our hurts and our pains. And that's why it's so important to deal with the pain. And this is what I want to talk about right now. How do we deal with that pain, okay? First and foremost, we can deal with it by cherishing the good memories, I want you to have a journal where you can record all the good things. And if desired, keep a sentimental souvenir of not necessarily that 
person, but maybe an activity. Maybe you, you enjoyed going to Red Sox games or some sporting event. You can keep a, a, a little baseball, you know, something that gave you good memories. Not everything has to be chucked out. We don't have to, once a relationship ends professionally or personally, just burn everything that's associated with them. There are good things that we can create in our mind, good mental associations we can create in our minds. Okay. And I really, talking about cherishing the good memories, I highly recommend to some of my clients to write a letter, a personal letter that walks through the whole relationship in an effort to either repair, restore, or renew it. It's, and it's called a high buy letter where you start out thanking the person for the experience that they had. You explain about what you really want to have in a relationship. You're expressing your wants, your not wants, and closing with thanking them. And I work with my clients about how to construct that letter so that even if the relationship doesn't get renewed, at least you can walk away with peace in your heart knowing that you ended it on a clean, clean note, okay? The, all the way we can do as part of recognizing the seasons and letting go of love is respecting our current reality. This is where we understand that in order to grow into the version of the person that we're meant to be, it means that we have to have healthy and productive relationships, first and foremost, with ourselves and then with others. Now is the time for us to grow up and move towards people who have the capacity to interact with us in an emotionally healthy and mature manner. Just because we grew accustomed to fights and feuds and passive aggressive moves and all this type of stuff doesn't mean present day you have to deal with that i know for some of so many of us it was modeled through our family or friends about how to interact with certain people and it was cray cray okay cray cray is short for crazy but now we have an option we don't have to repeat the things that are familiar yet completely non-functional we have another path to deal with it, deal with people, and more importantly, deal with ourselves. So respect the fact that you have the right to heal and to grow, and you have a right to deal with people who are able to meet and keep their agreements with you, meaning that if you if you say, let's do something, they agree, unless short of a tornado or a natural disaster, they're able to at least communicate with you and renegotiate or fulfill their promises with you, okay? And lastly, as part of letting go, it we need to give others the autonomy to to grow at their own pace, their own level. Codependency, anxiety, and depression may have distorted your perception of your relationship, Okay. Perhaps the relationship was never good, and now you're ready to confront your part of the dysfunction. When we give people the autonomy to grow, we're, we're owning our part about how things went sideways. We're owning how we contributed to the miscommunication. I was thinking about one particular client of mine who hired some people in the midst of her own addiction issues, and you know, as she was kind of sobering up, she looked around and she said, oh my goodness, I should never hire these people. I can't believe I set this thing up this way. And it's okay to say, hey, you know what? In the season of my life where I was at, it made total sense to do these things. Now it doesn't make any sense anymore. And in order for you to thrive with an employer that likes what you can, you know, 
provide, I need to let you go because I'm not the one for you. Maybe some conversations need to be happening right now that you have known for quite some time. And I don't want a situation happening where you're feeling resentful, then you're feeling bitter, then you're feeling angry, and then you're going to start saying some things or doing some things passively, and then everyone's miserable. There is a better way. So it was kind of going back to the beginning of our conversation about understanding ourselves and understanding our needs. My question to you is, what do you really need in your business relationships or your personal relationships? No longer can we just go on autopilot. No longer can we just say to ourselves, well, it's no big deal. It is a big deal. If we want to grow businesses that have a huge impact on our industry, if we want to have loving relationships with our friends or our for a romantic partner or whoever, that requires a level of honesty that we may not have embraced in the past. But now we have the tools. We don't longer can say to ourselves, well, I don't know. It'll just kind of happen on its own. No, it doesn't. It happens with intention. So my question to you is, what are you going to do that will solidify your desire to want health and healing and growth in your personal life because it's not going to happen unless you communicate it with you. What are your wants? What are your not wants? Women get what they want in life when they know they're not wants. That's when they're tapping into their feeling instincts, okay? And they don't suppress their feelings and they're very clear about how they feel. Men get what they want in life when they know what they want and they have the chutzpah, the courage to go get it. They're tapping into their thinking intuition. So for a lot of us, we have been violating our own biology by ignoring our biological and our our spiritual needs. So I would I would ask you as you're listening to this, what ways have you been violating your own needs? And what are you going to do to get that? Well, how are you going to claim it back? Because I want you to claim that victory back in your life. Okay. Now, I talked about a whole bunch of stuff in this conversation. But I do want to just stress above all that there are different seasons in our relationships. Summer, fun time. Fall, when the cracks are starting to show. Winter, when we negotiate. And spring, when growth and renewal are pressing through and negotiate successfully. And sometimes these things fall apart. We need to respect the the seasons. We need to cherish the good memories. If necessary, we need to write a letter explaining our own part, what we need. Okay, We need to understand that we need to understand the current reality was meant to teach us something more about ourselves. And also we need to give others autonomy to grow and, and respect the fact that we did our part in the situation. Well, I know I said a lot. Let me know, what are you doing to let go? How are you going to consciously uncouple with love? I love to hear from you. Send me a voicemail message. Write to me via info.denisegelee.com slash connect. There's a button to contact me directly. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share this podcast with somebody else. Write a review. And with that all being said, take care and be awesome.